Hello, Assalamualaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, where we are basically trying to empower ourselves as women so that we can become the best version of ourselves possible. Um, if you are new to this podcast, welcome. We do a podcast every one to two days. We do a YouTube video on our YouTube channel. Go check it out, um, Mindful Muslima. Uh, every three to four days, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you know when things will come up. Um, if you want to try to reach out to me and um, just DM me about something personal, a suggestion for a podcast or anything like that, you can leave me voice messages like I mentioned, or if you're on Instagram, you can DM me on Instagram and that's a great way to reach me as well. And we're also on the web at www.mindful-muslima.com. Okay, guys, so I'm really, really excited about this series, this mini series that I'm doing about taking back our life. Um, in the last um, intro to the um, this series of episodes, I spoke about this struggle that almost all human beings go through in getting a grip on on our tough emotions that we have and it's 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 something like every human being has right going through tough emotions it's very normal um to have these strong emotions but what what isn't okay is when we're unable to control them and that's where the the normal can become really ugly really soon and we can end up really just spiraling out of control and causing a lot of harm to ourselves and others really quickly it happens really fast and and we did um mention that you know we're going to be speaking in this in this series of episodes about how how not being able to control our emotions and then i'm going to focus on on this time in particular about anger um can really really harm us physically socially mentally and spiritually so in today's podcast we're going to explore what is happening inside of our bodies at the moment of these strong emotions especially something like anger and i think it's really cool and interesting i did this in one of the previous podcasts about what's happening in our body during fasting if you haven't heard go back and listen to that one because as you're fasting now it's really cool to understand the phases and things that your body is going through because it really helps you to be like oh yeah i realized hmm, yeah that is happening and sometimes it's like it's like when you were a kid did, did someone ever point out a car to you and and all of a sudden you saw that car after like let's say it was just like a mercedes right just being random um and then all of a sudden you didn't pay attention to mercedes before but then now as you're driving down the street you realize you're seeing mercedes everywhere everywhere is mercedes looking right looking left sometimes subhanallah until something is pointed out to us we can't actually realize how much we we do see that every day because we're working kind of in an unconscious state a lot of the time so um this this topic is really important to me because having stability in emotions was something that um, I struggled with years back. And um, this was back when I had my my first set of children were young. If you haven't heard already from my previous content, um, I have five kids from the ages of three to 22. And basically when my first set of children were younger, um, I, I was going through a lot. I really was. I was going through some tough times. Um, I was not handling them well. I was overreacting at times because I was under extreme stress I'm sure you know many of you can relate I didn't really have a better model of of how to handle stress than what I was already doing you know no one had taught me and I kind of felt helpless um I didn't know how to stop being angry 
I didn't know how to stop being sad. I wanted to, but I, I literally just, I tried to control myself the best I could. But, you know, and then, and then, you know, we're told um, Islamically as Muslims, right, to try all these strategies, right? Read the Quran, pray, sister, make dua, be patient, be patient. You know, and I was earnestly trying to do these things, um, but I just, I was failing miserably at it. I wasn't succeeding. I didn't get why it wasn't working for me. And I didn't understand what I was doing wrong, basically. So out of necessity <laughs> came this um, this quest of, of my own into into trying to figure out what could I do because I couldn't continue like this any any longer. And I remember making this one final dua, this one final supplication where I asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show me what I needed to see. I was just like on the floor, like I can't figure this out. <laughs> Help me in sujood. Just show me what I need to see. Now, days and weeks had passed and all of a sudden, I don't quite remember guys, it was a while back, how I stumbled upon um, some information that led me to other information and see, that's kind of how dua works, right? You just, you make it and then all of a sudden um, you kind of forget you made it to a point and then things start connecting and at the time you don't necessarily realize it, right? So I don't know why, but I had this intense um, interest in understanding the mind better. And I started reading a lot of articles and books and talking to people. And basically what I'm going to tell you today and in the future um, episodes that come across is my personal synthesis of my own journey through my situation and collecting information as I went and my kind of interaction with, you know, from a dean perspective, from a religious perspective, the stuff that I was taught and, and, and those things merging. And I think it's really important for us as Muslim women to understand what our faith says about these topics, but then also what science and, and modern science says about these topics and better yet, where these two uh, you know, converge because at the end of the day, or, or uh, we have to kind of get a grip on um, what it means to us in present day. And some people feel like the Quran is outdated, astaghfirullah, or something like that. But no, the Quran is timeless and it's perfect. And it actually predicted a lot of things in science before we even, you know, realize them now. But we don't always get to connect the dots. So I'm kind of trying to do that for us <laughs> with this podcast and the next upcoming episodes. So. Basically, one of the major pieces of information that was a complete life changer for me was about the mind and body connection. Once I got to the information on that, it blew my mind. And I'm going to tell it to you right now. And I don't know. I don't know if it's going to do it for you. But for me, it was just immense because it opened up a window to myself of exactly what was happening and the rate of or level of control I actually had over it. And it's something we just don't realize sometimes. So what I'm going to tell you is that the body, the big thing that I, I realized and understood is that the body cannot tell the difference between what is real and what is not real. Okay, I'm going to say that again. The body cannot tell the difference between what is real and not real. And it totally re relies on the mind and our thoughts and how they escalate or not to gauge what the rest of our body, you know, our needs, you know, below our head needs to do. So I'm going to give you an example. Have you ever, and I'm sure you have, sat in front of a very scary movie, like a horror movie? Now, now, granted, some people handle them better than others, okay? Some people, they can't handle anything. They can't handle gore. They can't handle blood, right? Or they can't handle, um, I'm, not, I'm not trying to get into the bloody aspects of it. I'm just talking about the scare factor, the fear factor. Have you ever sat in front of something on TV that made you afraid? 
and let's pretend it's a movie because it's a longer amount of time. You'll feel it over, you know, it's just like not like a five second clip. I'm talking about something maybe over an hour or two hours that you sat in front of. And you could feel like when something's about to happen in the movie, you feel like you're, you get all nervous, you tense up, right? You might even shout out at the TV, like, watch out. Oh my gosh, no, what are you doing? Right. And then you start to get nervous. Like you're actually in the room with the person. And even still, maybe you are um, feeling like the hair stand up you, on, on your arms or you might feel like this tension in your back or your neck or just maybe like tingly. Like you feel that situation as if you're in that room with that person, right? Now, forget that situation for a minute. Let's pretend that situation actually happened in real life. You're in your house. Some scary, creepy person comes banging at the door. You could see through the window that he has a knife. You know, whatever it is, I'm just trying to make something that's scary. You know, it's like, Allah Alam, what's going to happen? May Allah protect us all. But the point is, you sitting on a couch with a bag of chips and some cola on a Saturday night on your day off watching TV and having that feeling of fear when you're actually in a room in complete comfort and ease, but your body processed it as if you're really experiencing it the same way many times as if you were actually physically in danger because of the way our mind is processing the information that's kind of i want you to really wrap your head around it like i know maybe you're hearing it for the first time you might want to replay this a couple times but really understand what we're saying here we're saying that how your body reacts, and this will be totally connected to your health, guys. And I want I, this is the other one that got me. Ooh, doing that too many times to your body has some ramifications. Severe stress and anger over time actually has some serious side effects that could be lethal. Okay, so you know, small small doses and large doses. But the point is, I want us to process the fact that our mind, our mind is telling our body how to react. And if I'm sitting in front of something that's not real, or I'm sitting in front of something that's real, but I'm thinking the same thing, our body will react the same way because it actually just follows what our mind is telling us. So let's think about what does that mean? Okay, like what's the, what's the point of understanding this? That tells us how powerful our thoughts are. They can actually trick our body into believing that something is worse than it actually is, that our body is in danger when we actually aren't. It can make us react. Now think about it. When you're angry, you're pounding your fist, you're screaming, you're running, you're grabbing. You're, like I'm just thinking of something in a time when you're angry. That's your body reacting to your mind. Somebody said something, you reacted. There's a situation, some guy cut you off in the road, you or I reacted, right? Um, somebody said something hurtful, we reacted, we got afraid, we reacted. That whole back and forth. So I want us to understand how much our thoughts in very, very much are connected to the way our body, and our body is just this, this like a sheep, it's just following, right? So what does that tell us? Is that our thoughts, number one, are super powerful. And number two, what if we could get a grip on those? How would that change the way our body is? How would that change our state of, our levels of stress in our life, our levels of sadness, our levels of happiness, our health overall? And once I start to learn about just like a little something, guys, once I started to learn about that and I delved deeper and deeper and deeper into like the, the physical of it, it became super powerful. And I was starting to understand what was actually going on inside of my body 
as I reacted in the moment. So I'm going to go a little bit deeper right now. I'm not going to go too crazy, guys. This is a totally basic explanation. Any doctor, psychologist would say, hey, this is like the ABC. So I'm not going deep. Don't get scared of any big terms. If you want to read more about them, you can on your own. But the point is, I just you have to get this, this general idea so you can understand what's happening. So in science, what's happening in our body when we're getting upset or angry is we have this one part of our body um, inside of our brain called the amygdala. It's in the temporal lobe, okay? It basically, you've probably heard this in school if you went to college, it's the, th- it's the part of our that controls our emotional fight or flight. You know, you probably probably heard that now science they've actually studied more after that and they found out that that it's not just the negative fear thing that's reacting it actually deals with positive stuff as well there's actually a lot about the amygdala that is super complex and even till today scientists can't fully figure it out subhanallah you see how allah makes things subhanallah it's amazing and the other, so when we're getting angry and upset, that's usually the first thing that there's that like that gets triggered, and it's used to usually keep us out of some form of danger, right? Like if like there's a fire or like an animal is about to attack us in the wilderness, it's that part of our body that that knows how to react without thinking and just jumps and dives. Like you ever found yourself you just dove into action when something happened or you saw like your child falling and you grab them and you don't know how you realize that that like Subhanallah, it's like a, a rahma from Allah. It's a mercy. It's a gift to protect ourselves, but it's also used for positive situations and things as well but like i said this this is gets more complex we're not going to touch that right now another part of your body when you're getting upset that's really um activated or not activated you know depending on whatever's happening and what levels and i'm not going to get into all that is the prefrontal cortex or the frontal lobe and that's where our decision making happens that's where our personality is our behavior our emotions our intelligence our self-awareness and you know subhanallah it's the part of the brain in the front you know where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the quran he says and i will pull you by your forelock your lying sitting forelock subhanallah he's grabbing us from that part of our brain with the logic and the thinking and the subhanallah that exact part of our brain that's why he says he's gonna grab this part subhanallah and so um this part of our brain is the part that will calm us down that will help us to rationalize help us to think oh it's not a good idea to put my fist through that window right now (laughs) this is the part so it's kind of like these two areas now what happens is when we get angry our body releases these stress hormones and that's what starts to you know go through our body and that's why like when people get in a fight sometimes they say they have like this burst of energy or they can't feel pain or maybe their heart's beating super fast or they're breathing faster so subhanallah this is what's going on as soon as it's triggered now this will just all this rush that's going into our body was triggered by our mind now it's normal to have this trigger every human being will have it that's not the problem right the problem is when the trigger happens what we do with it now there's this point in right 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 when it happens where we need to interject and that's what we're going to be talking about in these episodes but i want you to understand the actual science behind what's happening and i did a podcast in the past in the past if you scroll back on toddler tantrums and I mentioned in the podcast that oftentimes we're upset with our children because of their tantrums. And I went into a whole thing all about, about like the common perception of tantrums and how it's incorrect and actually what's really happening. And the part I'm just want to mention now is the fact that that part of the brain that I just explained, the prefrontal cortex, the part that's in the front that deals with the logic is actually physically underdeveloped, literally at that age in that child so they can't handle it the same way that we do now funny enough I think you guys have all seen as I've seen I've seen some adults 
act as bad as toddlers when when they got upset, right? Isn't that kind of funny? Like the toddlers have an excuse. Their prefrontal cortex is underdeveloped. But what's our excuse as adults when we are out of control like a toddler? I mean, we're not kicking on the floor, but we might as well be with some of the things that are coming out of our mouth and, and, and our reactions, subhanAllah, you know? So for us as adults, like I said, it's fine to have these emotions, but what we do with them is extremely critical. And that moment, that moment is exactly where we need to get a grip. And that's what we're going to be talking about in the, in the podcast ahead. Um, you know, it's not just in our head. There's actually stuff happening physically, emotionally, spiritually, and there's some simultaneous things happening. And what happens is if we overreact in our body, we're, we keep doing this overreaction, we're causing ourselves a lot of trouble. That's why I, I mentioned before in the past, like, if you can control your emotions, you can control your life at some level. Because I mean, we can't we can't control the qadr, right? Alhamdulillah is from Allah, no problem. But we still can control how we react to the qadr, right? React to Allah's plan. We can control that. So what I realized as I started to get this information, like I said, I delved deeper and deeper into it. I'm not going to bore you with the whole science of it. But I realized, this is the big thing I want you to realize, that I realized is that if I could better control the triggers in my mind, I could start to take better control of my actions that followed it physically, mentally. If I could start to control those triggers, then I wouldn't slump into deep depression. I wouldn't lash out at my spouse or my child. I wouldn't, you know, you know, do a lot of things that I wish I could stop doing. So why wouldn't to first just understand what we just talked about with the physical body and how our mind is directly connected to our body and our body is just responding. So we have to think about how can we get control of our mind, get control of those triggers, what can we do before we start that harmful process from even happening and we can make the quality of our life that much better, that much better for us, that much better for the people around us, that love us, that live with us, that are friends with us. Because if we don't, guys, we're going to end up pushing people away. We're going to end up becoming super isolated. Nobody wants to admit they have a problem. But ignoring the problem is not going to solve it. And we're going to find years and years and years of pain unnecessarily if we don't actually address it. Now, there's one last thing I want to tell you guys. I'm not going to say it to make you sad. I'm going to say it to hopefully wake you up. The tools I'm going to mention to you are not going to change your life. They're only going to change your life. Me handing them to you is not going to change your life. They're only going to change your life if you use them. The majority of people that have these tools, even once they get them, don't even use them. So I don't want you to ever say, hey, you know, she told me, she told me what they were and they didn't work. No, no, no. You have to actually use them. So maybe right now, just between now and the next podcast, we can do one more homework, which is just prime our minds that we're going to start to hear some tools and understand some concepts. We want to start gathering all that information and we're going to start making an intention to actually use it to improve our life. And it's Ramadan, guys. The shaitan is gone. We can focus. We can do this because Allah has taken away a lot of the barriers that usually hold us back. If you're going to make any change, it's in this month. It's now. And may Allah make it easy for you as he made it easy for me. And I'm continuing to learn and grow. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept your fast. I'm sorry that was a little bit longer, guys. Some of these explanations in these episodes will be a little bit longer because there is a bit more information. But that's just a little snippet today of how our body reacts. And inshallah ta'ala, next time we're going to talk about the Islamic perspective for the body and reacting to anger. Jazakum Allahu khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.